Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Impolite Company's The Lion's Den. This is your host, Sam Lyons, just checking in before the show. I want to take a minute to give a shout out to our sponsors. You know, of course, we can't do this show without them. Uh, We've got the Crow's Nest over at 7336 Manchester, right in the heart of historic Maplewood. Open seven days a week. You can go in for fantastic drinks from their awesome bar staff. Uh, We've also got Taco Circus over at 4258 Schiller. It's right there at the corner of Schiller and Morganford. Just a stone's throw away from uh, the Bevo Mill. They're open Wednesday through Monday, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's authentic Austin, Texas-style Mexican food right in the heart of South St. Louis. You can come see me at the Fortune Teller Bar on Cherokee, 2635 Cherokee Street. They're open seven days a week. Go in there for delicious cocktails made with their in-house bitters. Right across the street from there at 2634 Cherokee, we've got El Chico Bakery. El Chico is also open Wednesday through Monday. Uh, Go in there for delicious pastries, Authentic Mexican-style bread, uh, empanadas, going on the weekend, get yourself an order of tamales. And then we've got King Edward's Chicken and Fish. That's over 8654 Watson Road in Crestwood. Open seven days a week. It's Hit them up. Tell them we sent you. All right, guys. Hope you enjoy the show. You know comedy's not good, right? Holy shit. This is breaking news. Mm-hmm. I mean, your comedy's not good, Sam. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Oh. And now, Impolite Company presents The Lion's Den. <laughs> Lifestyle and canadis, action, adventure, sex and violence, comedy, the drama gets extra wild when we get cinematic. I've been an addict of the beats. Fuck with me, cause I got full custody of the seeds that I plant between measures. Extreme pleasure, like a dream in the queen's treasure. More better blues till we fade to black. Canadis is the dude that made the track. Lifestyle, I'll be the narrator this go round. Explicit language and content won't be told down. Friday, April 26th, the year of our Lord, 2019. I, uh, I wake up about 7 in the morning. Uh, I, just, I feel like it's going to be a good day because I don't work Fridays, so I can lounge around, catch up on uh, on some hard times articles and geek out about Game of Thrones, and just kind of do that for the whole weekend, and I, uh, I rub the sleep out of my eyes, and I check my phone, and I see that I've got, uh, an Instagram notification, I open it up, and it's a, it's a, it's a, a direct message, a DM, as the children call it, and I, I see it's from my, from my sister, my sister sent me a message, I'm like, alright, cool, it's probably just her replying to some hilarious post I had on my story, because everything on my story is gold, I'm not bragging or anything, I'm just telling you, you know, what what I know, go on over to Instagram at Wu Tang Sammy. You can check it out. And so I, I uh, open up the message, and it's a string of videos and something. All right, it's probably just her dog chasing his own tail because that's all that dog ever does. Shout out to Moon, the Maltese. I don't. I think that's what kind of dog it is. I I should know. It looks kind of like a dire wolf, but like it's not. Uh, but good good puppers. And so I'm, I open the first video, full expecting to see Moon chasing his tail or trying to pole vault over my mother's head. And it's it's a it's a familiar scene, but it's got nothing to do with Moon. It's uh, it's the theme song for the classic family drama Seventh Heaven. If you recall this show, uh, starring discovered villain Stephen Collins as the Reverend Eric Camden. Just the, the trials and tribulations of the Camden family. Uh, and I'm like, wow, I haven't seen this in a while. Like, I was a big 
I was a huge Seventh Heaven fan. I was all about it growing up. We we did not miss it. Every Monday night, the family would gather together and we watch Seventh Heaven, uh, and then Everwood. And so I watched the I watched the theme song, and it's a nice little nostalgia. And so I I text her. I'm like, "What's up, nerd? You uh, you just you just YouTubing the theme songs for the shows we watched growing up?" She's like, "No, bruh, it's on Hulu." I said, stop playing. She said, no, it's on Hulu right now. Go check it out. So I slide on over to Hulu uh, because you get you get a free Hulu membership with your Spotify membership now. Spotify's not a sponsor, but you can be if you want to. I'm, I'm giving you free plugs right here. Uh, and so I search Seventh Heaven, and lo and behold, there it is. All 11 seasons of Seventh Heaven just accessible on Hulu, just out there for people to watch and it's like, all right, you know what? This is what we're gonna do today. We're gonna we're gonna kick back in time a little bit. We're gonna see what's going on with this show. Uh, this show's wild, you guys. This show is dark and dreary, and like a lot of sad things happen to this family. First off, uh, in the first episode of Seventh Heaven, Annie, the mother of the family, we find out that her mother uh, has like in stage cancer. Uh, the, the the middle daughter Lucy is standing on her head to try to start her period because she hasn't started it yet. Uh, and Mary, played by the uh, indisputable Jessica Beale, asks the oldest brother Matt to teach her how to kiss. That's a real thing that happens in the first episode of Seventh Heaven. They are in the driveway shooting hoops. As siblings do, and she's nervous because she's 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 fourteen and she's starting to like boys and she's ready to get a kiss. But she's tall. Jessica Bill's a, a tall woman. She was a tall girl too, and so all the all the kids her age, all the boys her age are like too short, and she doesn't want to kiss anybody short. Uh, she's discriminatory. She wants to kiss a tall boy, and Matt's tall, and so she asks Matt to show her how to position yourself for a kiss. All right. Uh, and so he's he's helping. He's trying to show her like where where her hands go, where the guy's hands should go, who leans up, who leans down, who tilts, and uh, and, and the, the good Reverend Camden comes out of the house, taking out the trash, and he just walks upon this scene of his two oldest children embracing each other in what seems to be a pretty romantic way. Uh, and Matt just looks at him and says. <laughs> Dad, this isn't what it looks like, and the good reverend says, "Well, I'm glad to hear that." And then just turns around and walks back into the house, and just like doesn't give it a second thought. Uh, which I, you know, I guess on on one level, yeah, sure, you know, let your you know, trust your kids if they say it's not what it looks like. But that's weird. Like that's a that's an, like I have to wonder what other strange things Eric Camden Camden must have walked in on throughout the years. That his two oldest kids practicing making out didn't like raise any alarms for him, but that's neither here nor there. That's hardly the point of what's going on here. Uh, and and so I spent the weekend uh, running through Seventh Heaven, and it is a lot, and it is bad. I don't I don't understand what happened with the show because. If you had asked me ten years ago my thoughts on Seventh Heaven, I would swear to you it's the it was the the greatest thing to ever grace television. I, I mean, 
I get, it left it left the air in 2007, I guess. Uh, and I, like I like I was sure like I was never gonna recover. Like there's never gonna be another show that takes this show's place in my heart. Uh, but it's 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 tough to get through. There's a lot of bad acting, a lot of bad dialogue, a lot of weird storylines in this show. Um, I'm still fighting through season one. I've gotten through about nine or ten episodes, and just so so in the, in the first. Alright, in the first 10 episodes of Season Heaven, uh, you find out the grandmother has cancer. The grandmother dies of cancer. Uh, Eric's sister is discovered to be an abusive alcoholic. They put her into recovery. She gets out of recovery. They find an orphan living in the church office. They want to adopt... The orphan. They already have five kids. They want to adopt a sixth kid. And all in the same episode, they find this kid. They take him home for the weekend. They decide to adopt him. Eric's parents say, no, we'll adopt him. And then he just goes to New York with him. Just goes from California to New York. And, like, all that, that's all in, in, in 44 minutes. All right? Let's see. Uh, their, their black friends, who are also a church family, have their... Church burned down by racists. Uh, let's see. Like, like Mary sneaks out to like eight different parties. Um, Matt gets arrested and charged with um, petty larceny and looks at actual jail time. Simon and Ruthie buy ferrets at the mall. Like this, there's there's an episode where they find fifty dollars on the ground. Uh, the fifty dollars ends up belonging to Eric's former associate pastor, who suffers from seizures and is so embarrassed that he's going to leave the church. And so they take this fifty dollars to the mall, uh, and try to buy hamsters so that they can breed them and sell them to make more money. And the pet store won't sell hamsters to them because they're children. He says, you know, we're your parents. We don't we don't sell animals to minors. Uh, and then right after that, a guy comes in and uh, asks the pet store manager if they have any ferrets. And the, the manager yells, get out of here. I told you stay out of here. Those things are illegal. And the, the dude's wearing a trench coat. And so you're immediately like, oh, this dude's got ferrets in his jacket. And so the dude leaves the store and Simon and Ruthie leave right after him. And then he sells them the two ferrets for $50. And uh, this is 1990. Uh, six, but like I've I've got to imagine even in '96, if you're selling an animal that's illegal to sell, I've I've got to assume you want to make look look. That's got to be eating into his profits. Like he must have lost so much money selling these ferrets for fifty dollars. I've got to I've got to know what was going on. Like why was he trying to get rid of these ferrets so quickly? Did these ferrets commit a murder? Are the ferrets on the lamb? And he's just trying to get them into witness protection, but they got denied from witness protection because you know they're ferrets. Uh, are they refugees from another country? Were they being persecuted in their homeland where ferrets aren't treated like real animals? Like what's like what is going on? And so, I don't know. Seventh Heaven, it's wild. And so I was I was watching the first season. And I just think about all the sad things that happened to this family over the years. Uh, Eric has to have like double bypass heart surgery. Uh, Simon's middle school girlfriend's ex-boyfriend 
threatens to shoot Simon and then goes to the church and shoots Eric. Uh, Simon kills a kid at the end of season five. This the season five finale of Seventh Heaven. Uh, they're all headed to a restaurant to have a big family dinner to celebrate something or another. And Eric opens the door uh, to find a, a police officer who's also a family friend. Tell him that, uh, that there's been trouble with Simon. And it's, it's very bad. And we, we spend the whole summer thinking Simon's dead. Like that's the whole, that whole summer, that's all we talked about in in my house. Because like nobody else watched Seventh Heaven. Like none of my friends watched it. It was just something I did with my family. And we spent the whole summer just trying to figure out what's wrong with Simon. Was he, was, was, was he, was he shot? Was he robbed? Did he, did he run away from home? Like what's going on? And then th- that September the show came back. And we find out they, he hit a kid on his bike with his car. The kid died. Uh, and Simon, you know, went into a pretty deep depression for a while over that, and then he just, uh, and then he just moves to L.A. to go to film school. He just up and graduates high school a year early and just decides to become a director. Let's see, uh, a soldier's son moves in with the Camdens, uh, causes Ruthie to fall in love with him. Starts dating another girl at the high school and then gets Haley Duff's friend pregnant. Yeah, Haley Duff has a storyline on this show. Ashley Simpson's on the show for like three seasons. That's Simon's very serious girlfriend. Uh, There's a whole series of episodes where Eric leaves the church, decides to not be a minister anymore. And just the next six episodes are him just trying out different professions and in one of them he decides to become a radio dj and so he wants to shadow a radio dj for a few days and the radio dj that he shadows is played by usher that's right usher raymond the r&b star just plays a radio dj in an episode of seventh heaven uh, like that used to be a, a, a big thing like you, it was always interesting to see who was going to be like the guest star of the week on seventh heaven aaron carter was into episodes as uh ruthie's boyfriend it's weird. It's weird. Um, but yeah, I'm going to keep trying to push through 7th Heaven, see what I can get through on that. If I, 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 it's 11 seasons, and they're all 22 episodes. Like it's full. It was full orders every season. It started out on CBS, gets moved over to WB, and they just keep on slicing it up. And so I've, I've got to assume that at some point the show's going to get good, because there's no way I just watched that show for... Eight nine years, uh, without it having some kind of quality to it, or I don't know, maybe I'm just uh, really in love with Mackenzie Hicks Rossman, uh, who plays the youngest daughter of Ruthie. Maybe maybe I just loved her that much. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll see what's going on with that. I'm, so I'm gonna push through Seventh Heaven, and that got me thinking about the other uh, shows of my youth, and I'm wondering if they were actually good, like Everwood. Everwood is four seasons long. Chris Pratt's first real screen time, uh, and I watched every episode like four times, and now I'm now I'm afraid to go back and watch that and find out that it's it's also really bad. Um, but we'll see. I'll, I'll I'll keep you guys updated and posted on how Seventh Heaven's going. If I can get through this first couple seasons and into like the actual meat of the show, I'll start doing some recaps of episodes. Maybe I'll uh, it will spice it up with a little bit of Seventh Heaven fan fiction. I'm sure you guys would be into that. Got a lot of plans for the summer. It's gonna be a, gonna be a good one. Just hold up in my house, 
me and my Apple TV cruising along. Hey guys, welcome to Implied Companies, the Lions Den. I'm your host, Sam Lions. Uh, you can follow me on social media at Wu Tang Sammy on Twitter and Instagram. Sam Lions on Bumble and Tinder. Wu Tang Sammy on Cash App. Send me a dollar. If you send me a dollar, I'll write a rap about your favorite Seventh Heaven character. Uh, that'll work. That'll that'll do it for them. Let's see what's going on. The weather here is wild. It's it'll be sunny and seventy five for like four days in a row, and then just monsoon for a week, and it's really killing the vibe. We gotta get something going with that. St. Louis, get your weather together, please, 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 please. Uh, let's see. No shows coming up. I uh, I'm recording this episode right now. It's it's Friday, May third. Uh, I'm just at the house, getting ready to leave for a weekend, head home to Mississippi. Going to be a good time. Going to go see the fam, see mom and sis, and see brother for his birthday. Uh, maybe uh, stop in Arkansas, get, stop in Blytheville, get some get some fried wings from Dodge's gas station down there. Best best wings in the damn country, I'll tell you what. So shout out to Dodge's for all the all the pointless calories I've, I've just placed in my body through them over the years. Uh... Yeah, so it'll be good to go home for a couple days, and then we I get back, and we've got shows coming up. That's right. Yours, Mine, and Ours is back in action. Of course, as you know, we're at the Heavy Anchor uh, every month. This month's show will be uh, May 16th, Thursday the 16th at 8 o'clock. It's $5. Uh, headlining the show, we've got the very funny Stefan Hightower. He's a, he's a local favorite here in St. Louis. It's, 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 it's about damn time we have him on the show, so looking forward to that. Uh, Allison Summers is coming in from Nashville. She's been on the show before. Excited to have her back. She'll be featuring. And then uh, Meredith Hoppings returning. That's right. She's back. She's with us. She's better than ever. Uh, we'll, we'll have her do, do some time. And then Jason Brennan is going to be stopping in. He's been making his rounds in St. Louis the past few months. Uh, see him on a lot of local shows. So very excited for this lineup. So coming over to the Heavy Anchor. Uh, May 16th, 8 p.m. Laugh with us, live with us, love with us. Uh, we'll tell some jokes and maybe we'll do some karaoke. We'll just kick it. We'll just have ourselves a good time, you know. We'll be getting back to basics. It'll, uh, you know, all the shows are all the shows are fun. They've been a lot of fun since we moved over to the Heavy Anchor. Very happy to be there. But it's gonna be great to have Meredith back on stage with me. You know, start this thing together. Time to keep it moving. Uh, so come out and join us. You don't wanna you don't wanna miss the return. So. Uh, I've, I had an interesting thought occur to me. Uh, it's pretty important, I feel like, and I'm, I'm hoping you guys can help me with this. What do you think happened uh, to Ethan Hawke's character the the day after Training Day? Like, uh, you've if you've seen if you haven't seen Training Day, it's Ethan Hawke and Denzel Washington. Ethan Hawke is a a cop who has uh, is applying to become a narcotics detective, uh, and Denzel is going to be his supervisor for his kind of shadow day, his ride along, figure out if he's got what it takes to join narcotics department, LAPD. Uh, and we quickly find out that Denzel Washington's character is a complete and total shitbag. Uh, real villain. He he robs drug dealers and he's you know he's in all kinds of uh, illegal shit. He 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 put a Russian mobster in the hospital on his last trip to Vegas. And now he's into the Russians for a million dollars. And so the whole point of the movie we find out is 
Denzel trying to gather a million dollars before midnight to pay off the Russians. Uh, Ethan Hawke, you know, finds out about it. He tries to get away from it. Denzel tries to set him up, tries to kill him. And, uh, and at the end, Denzel gets smoked by the Russians because that's what they were going to do anyway. And, and, and Ethan Hawke just, uh, just goes home. He just pulls into his driveway, gets out, just walks in to the front door, and that's how the movie ends. But you've got to wonder, because, like, he didn't... I don't think he had PTO that day. He didn't talk about any, like, vacation time or anything coming up. So you've got to assume he had to go into work the next day and explain to somebody what happened. Uh, and now, on one hand, you might think, oh, the the cops will be glad that uh, that this this crooked cop, Denzel, is dead. We can, you know, we, we can get back to work and protecting and serving. But at the same time, throughout the course of the movie, you find out a lot of the cops there. Spoiler alert, a lot of the cops in L.A. are crooked. That's wild to think about, I know. Uh, but, like, every member of Denzel's narcotics squad is crooked. Uh, he, they, they have, a, like, a lunch meeting with, uh, like, the, the deputy commissioner who's evil and a judge who's evil. So you've got to wonder, like, what's Ethan Hawke going to do? Because he doesn't know who he can trust. Uh, it's kind of a, it's a little, dis- the end of the movie is a little dissatisfying, you know? Cause we have, I've, I've no idea what's gonna happen. I, I need to know what happened to him. Did he, uh, like, did maybe he reports to his direct supervisor, and his direct supervisor is a good guy, and so he protects him throughout the process of bringing these other dirty cops to justice. Or maybe his supervisor is also a villain, and so when Denzel tells him what happens, uh, he, you know, the, the supervisor has him set up and killed or sent to jail. Like, like, there's, there's no way, not Denzel. Ethan Hawke, but there's no way that this that there was just a happy ending for that character in the movie. At the very least, uh, he falls through on one of the best quotes, uh, scene where he's playing poker with the essays right before they smoke him, try to smoke him, and uh, they ask him if he likes being a pig. Quote from the movie: Not me saying that. Uh, they ask him how he likes it. And Ethan Hawke says, "I should have been a fucking fireman." At the very least, you gotta assume that he would have turned in his badge and been like, I'm gonna sign up for the Fire Academy. Uh, at the worst, he's dead. Officer Holtz is dead in the ground somewhere. Young widow and, and daughter will never see him again. Um, we need we need training day two, electric boogaloo. Uh, it's coming, coming straight to Pure Flicks this summer. I, don't know, I might mess around and get a uh, get a Pure Flix trial membership. See what's up with uh, all these wholesome productions they've got trying to go against Netflix. Because Netflix is uh, it's 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 losing me. Once the once all the Disney movies are gone, I don't really know how much. I, no, I'm kidding. I'll still mess with Netflix. They still have The Office and Gilmore Girls. That's right. You guys thought I was gonna make it through an episode without saying it. That's not gonna happen. Uh. Something perplexing to me about Mulan. The, the the whole the whole concept of Mulan is that uh, China is going to war against the Huns, and so they need every man they can get, and that's why like one man from every family has to step forward and join the army. Mulan, of course, takes on the identity of a man to go to war in place of her father. Uh. And so she's ready to fight, and then we find out she's not good at fighting at all. And in the in the song, uh, We Are Men, you know, the We Are Men, uh, Shang Li has a line where he says, 
pack up, go home, you're through. Like, she's, Mulan is so bad at war, just sending her home, get out of here. But like, I, don't, I don't think that would happen. Like, you're, you're about to go up against this fierce, brutal horde of Huns. Like, you need every man you can get. That's the whole concept of forcing one member of each family to sign up for war is that you guys are outnumbered and you need the assistance. Um, and I, like, I, even, if, even if she's bad at war, she can still be... It's still one more person that's not fighting for the Huns, you know? It's, that's one more person they can kill before they get to somebody who is important. I just don't. I don't think that's very. That's not very realistic. I think in a movie uh, that has talking dragons, I, I, I feel like they kind of dropped the ball there with the realism. Think, t- you know, tighten it up, Disney. Get your act together. Speaking of dragons, we got uh, three episodes away from the end of Game of Thrones. Three left, and then the the legacy ends. It's the end of an era. Uh, we'll see who sits on the Iron Throne. Preferably nobody. Preferably, and mild spoilers coming up. Uh, the one with the dragons just burns it to the ground, melts it to ashes. We can all move on with our lives and get on to something more important. Except for those next three episodes, plan on being completely closed off for it. It's going to be a good time. Uh, I'm doing very poorly in my Game of Thrones Fantasy League, which sucks because I'm the one that started. I'm currently in 12th out of 14th. Because uh, everybody on my team keeps not doing anything. They're just really letting me down. And the, the, the Samwell Gnarlies just aren't quite killing it. Uh, that's Yep, that's the team name. You can live with it. It'll be sad to see the Thrones go, but then I'll have more time to push through 7th uh, Heaven. Knocked out, knocked, knocked out a lot of it. I've got about 200 episodes left. Uh, and then you guys can tune in for the full analysis and breakdown of the show. Hopefully I can find some... Trivia nights for it to go to around around St. Louis, uh, so I don't have to just keep dominating. Gilmore Girls trivia, I can move on, expand to broader horizons. But yeah, that's cool. Uh, so yeah, that's gonna about do it for Lions Den. Uh, just to recap: make sure you come to Heavy Anchor uh, May sixteenth, eight p.m. for yours, mine, and ours. We're gonna have uh, the return of Meredith Hopping as the co-host. It's about time. Looking forward to that. Stefan Hightower headlining. Uh, we've got Allison Summers coming in from Nashville to feature, and then Jason Brennan opening up for us. It's going to be a great time. Uh, and also, just found out, I have been added to the wild card round for the World Series of Comedy Satellite Round in Wichita, Kansas. So if you are in the Wichita area, or if you're going to be, or if you know anyone who is, you can see me there uh, Wednesday, May 22nd, 8 p.m. I'll be competing in that uh, wild card round. And then hopefully I'll be there the rest of the week for the other rounds. And that will all lead up to the main event of the World Series, which will be this September uh, at the Casino Queen in St. Louis. So come and check that out. It's going to be a great time. This uh, the satellite round here in Wichita will have 40 comics from around the country going head-to-head. And the audience gets to vote. So again, if you're in that Wichita area or know anybody who will be, get them to come on out, enjoy some laughs, and place their votes. All right, of course, keep tuning in to Impolite Company. New episodes throughout the week. Uh, Chris here with Impolite Classic. You can catch me at the Lion's Den most Mondays. And then Yale Hollander with the Impolite Coffee Break on Fridays. Come see the shows. The next uh, Impolite Company showcase will be Friday, May 17th. That's going to be a great time. 
the next coffee break will be coming up soon i will go back and put that at the beginning of this and yep okay next one will be may 10th uh you can check that at the monocle uh it's going to be tina d ball headlining with libby higgins and tommy mosslander making a guest spot uh, yell hollander hosting of course and that's where you can see us. Plenty of great opportunities to see comedy around St. Louis, so you got no excuse. Don't miss it. I'll see you there. I'll never see you again. No, I'm kidding. I'll see you at the next show. All right, guys. Tune in next week for Lions Den. Love you. Let's play to the end and then rewind it. A gem for the people. If you can find it, press play to the end and then rewind it. The VHS is the VHS. Lifestyle and Canadis.